You're listening to The Self-Worth Edit, the podcast inspiring South Asian women and beyond to quit playing small and start trusting the power and wisdom within. Join me, Noshin, on Mondays as I share insightful conversations, tips for healthier ways of thinking, and lessons in healing our relationships with ourselves. Thanks for tuning in to The Self-Worth Edit. Here we go. Welcome to the Self-Worth Edit. I'm your host, Noshin. We're chatting all about personal growth, mental health, self-love, and spirituality topics. It is inauguration week here in the U.S., and I hope everything goes smoothly. Please, everyone, stay safe. And let's just take some deep, grounding breaths in through your nose. Hold at the top and out through your mouth. Let's do that one more time. I'll count it out for you. Breathe in for a count of four, three, two, one. Hold, three, two, one. Release, three, two, one. Whether you are listening to this during Inauguration Week, leading up to it, after it, or you're not, you're listening to it at a totally different time, deep breathing is great anytime, as my mom reminds me. Today, I want to share something with you that has recently shifted my perspective, and that is to really explore what stories are you telling yourself. And I'm going to first share with you a story that I had been telling myself and how I got challenged out of it and what that has left me with in terms of a lesson for myself and hopefully guidance, good guidance for you. This ties into limiting beliefs because there are stories we tell ourselves over and over again on autopilot until someone or something snaps us out of it. And a couple months ago, I had this experience of being snapped out of a story I had been telling myself and to others about myself for as long as I can remember. And that story was that I never follow through on anything that I start. What's funny is I didn't think this was a story I was telling myself. In fact, I had many points, evidence to back this up. One week I was sitting there detailing for a friend all the ways in which I had proved I never follow through on anything. All of my unfinished projects and ideas and goals I had set out on that in my mind were examples of times I had left things hanging. The list was long and I was presenting them one after another with zero room for doubt or questioning. This was all fact and I was presenting it that way. And it wasn't anything new. This is something I have always said to myself and about myself. But then, only a week or two after this particular conversation, I was on a coaching call where I was being coached on podcast-related work, and I said this to someone. And this person automatically stopped me, caught me right in the moment before I even fully had my sentence out. I never follow through on anything, and before I could go on, she said, stop that. Don't say that. That's not true. And from her limited knowledge of me and with her fresh eyes, 
she was instantly able to rattle off reasons why I did and when I did and how I did follow through on things. It was like something shattered. I stopped and thought and I realized and remembered the power of reframing, the power of choice in how we think and what we choose to focus on, the presence even of choice when it comes to which lens we view and share our stories through. Because all of a sudden, I too started coming up with examples of how I definitely did follow through on my ideas, projects, and goals. And even my definition of follow through, I realized with just that, my new level of poking at it, that I didn't have a firm definition of follow through. And I could make that definition whatever it needed to be for me however it best served me. This is super important because all these years I had been reinforcing a limiting belief that I don't finish things I start and I was entering projects with this sort of low vibration thinking and low vibration energy and these thoughts and words that already sort of set me up for failure, right? Because often our limiting beliefs become self-fulfilling prophecies running on autopilot, running like objects in motion that stay in motion until stopped. And in that conversation, that belief was stopped. And I had an opportunity to flip my script, to start telling a different story to myself and about myself. And this matters because the words we speak and the thoughts we think, our brain hears them, our mind hears them, our body hears them. And aligns into, again, that self-fulfilling prophecy. So this, like I said, this conversation happened months ago, but has come up in my thoughts on at least a weekly basis since then, if not daily, to be honest with you. And that is transformative because having that reminder and flipping the script actively and saying, I do follow through on things. Here are all my examples for all the ways I do shifts my energy, shifts my self-belief into a much more high vibration space. It's much more energizing. It feels a lot better than the reverse of it, which was what I had been saying for years. That was draining me and keeping me stuck in a cycle of not meeting my full potential. Because I would start off believing I don't do things all the way without even knowing what doing things all the way meant for me. I'm sharing this with you because it has helped me so much and because I feel it's a really clear example for you to use as a jumping off point to evaluate and rewrite some of the stories that you have been telling yourself that are keeping you stuck. So how do you do this? Because a lot of times, which is the case with me, I didn't realize until I was snapped out of it through this conversation that, oh, this is a story I'm telling myself because remember, I had evidence and to me, this was not a story or a limiting belief. It was just part of my personality, just part of my identity. If you listened to last week's interview with Roshni, she talks about how limiting beliefs are linked with our identity. But if you think consciously about this, if you actively bring awareness to this, then you can move forward identifying your limiting beliefs and rewriting the stories you're telling yourself. So here's what I recommend for you. Over the next couple weeks, listen to what you say about yourself, either to yourself in your mind, or if you're like me and you talk 
to yourself sometimes out loud, okay, or to others when you're speaking about yourself and describing yourself or introducing yourself to someone or having a conversation about of working on a project that you're taking on, whatever it may be. Listen to what you say and keep a running list in your journal, or you can do this in your mind if that's how you like to operate. And then find time to challenge yourself by asking, is this true? What evidence do I have that supports this? And most importantly, most importantly, because you very well may think like I did, Yep, this is true. Here's all my evidence. That's not the end of the exercise. Most importantly, ask yourself, what evidence is there against this belief or thought or story? Now, you're not doing this for every single sentence you say about yourself. We want to focus on the limiting beliefs. There are limiting beliefs. There are expansive beliefs. So based on my example, me saying, I do finish things I start, or I follow through on projects until I feel ready to move on from them. Both of these are expansive. I can tell because they feel like they give me energy and like I have opportunity ahead of me when I say them to myself and they feel affirming. We're not focusing on those. They're good. They're, they're good for now until we learn otherwise, right? They're good. The limiting beliefs, the ones that make you feel contracted, What do you say that's keeping you stuck and doesn't feel good? What do you say about yourself when you're describing yourself to others or yourself in your head that you wish were different about you or you claim as a flaw or an excuse to get to where you're going? These are the beliefs to challenge and to question. If you have someone in your life who you trust and who knows you pretty well, you could invite them into this exercise as well if you're comfortable and just letting them know hey, I'm trying this thing, maybe sending them this episode to listen, and then you can hold each other accountable. But you can say, I'm trying this thing where I want to think about what are the things I say to myself and about myself that I have always believed but are not necessarily true and are holding me back. So if you hear me say something about myself you don't agree with, that you think is untrue, and maybe I have a bit of a distorted view of it, would you please pull me aside or find time where one-on-one You can share that with me because I'm trying to expand my awareness around this in the next couple weeks. And that would be really helpful for me to have a fresh set of eyes. And I do encourage you to be specific about time bounding it. It's not an open invitation, right, for someone for the rest of your life to call you out, but to say, hey, I'm actively in this space of thinking about this and in this energy for the next couple weeks. So If you're comfortable and you hear something that is an opportunity to challenge me, I invite you to share that with me. So that's what I have for you today. And this does not have to be a super structured thing. If you know me, you know I'm always going to promote reflecting and connecting with yourself and writing things like this out in a journal. But also the simple fact that you have listened to this episode means that this idea is now in your realm of awareness. And you may not need to put forth too much active effort to start noticing what those truths or false truths are or limiting beliefs are. And who knows, maybe you even had an aha moment during this episode about what those might be. And I encourage you to challenge them because there's a good chance. I mean, that's why they're called limiting beliefs, right? That these are keeping you stuck. 
So free yourself. And if this sparked something for you, if it helped you, let me know. You can screenshot if you're listening on your phone this episode and share it on Instagram and tag me. Let me know that this resonated with you and maybe even what came up for you. Share it on Instagram. Tag me at the self-worth edit and make sure you tune in next week. If you follow me on Instagram, which if you don't, please do. You already know, but we have an exciting interview guest on next week, and that is Sunira Madhani. Go check her out on Instagram. Her handle is that. It's her full name. And she is the founder of Fat Merchant, F-A-T-T. So you can also Google that and she'll pop right up. She's a force. So excited to have her on and share that interview with you next week. Until next time. Bye. Bye.